Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your host, Anthony Camus. Thank you so much for joining us today. On today's segment, we have three agents, two residential, one commercial, all family, doing business, collectively just trying to gain from one another and better their business. If you guys have any questions regarding real estate, you'll see exactly what us as agents are going through, some of our struggles, some of the hurdles in the business, and how we are being proactive to actually conquer our struggles and be victorious. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. So that's the idea. I think this first meeting is to understand what your thoughts are, what each of us are thinking, and how we can do this more regularly and productively. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think, I think, um, like we spoke, Albert, a competitive environment. It's a great environment if the other competitors are supporting you. And lifting you up. And I remember you said that last week when we talked. <clears throat> and I said, that's the big key to doing good, man, is being in a competitive environment where the people are uplifting and supporting you. Because I've been a part of these accountability groups. And there's always that one guy or those two guys that are like, <clears throat> yeah, I did um, 1,500 phone calls last week and I dominated my market. And uh, what did you do? And you're like, made 40 calls. Yeah, that's trash. That's not going to work, guys. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of this group, we need to step it up or get out. And you're like, oh, I don't like that guy. <laughs> and it creates this negative uh, uh, vibration in, in, in the group. And, and it's really negative because, I mean, you know, Oscar, um, I know for, for me in the sports world, when I started playing softball, I was doing great, man. I was crushing that ball because I was free. I was loose. And I was excited. And I was, you know, new. But as you learn the game, you know, like, oh, man, we lost that game because that that those three errors killed the game for us. So there's always going to be that guy on the team, too. There was this one guy on the team that would always talk smack to everybody. And after a while, it got into my head. Every time I got up to bat, I was, like, nervous. Like, man, if I don't get this base hit... Because this guy played on the AAA, you know, he was on the, the high level and we're double A or single A. <clears throat> and it got in my head. And the funny thing is, is I'll go up there to the bat and when he was not there, dude, I'll have fun. I would grow and I'll dominate like on the field. I'd be great. And he was there. It switched things because he's in your head. He's talking smack and he's bringing you down. He's not uplifting you, supporting you. So I would bat horrible when I when he was there. <clears throat> and I was like, man, I don't even want this guy on the team anymore. Like, hey, you're not coming back next season. So we booted him. But um, same thing for this group and other masterminds. Like, I've seen people that bring a negative energy and they're trying to, you know, look at me, look at me. And it's like, man, okay, what if what if you are doing good? Well, how don't, how, why don't we help Anthony, the guy at the bottom of this thing? Why don't we help him up to our level instead of, ah, you suck, get out of here. Because I know that that's, that's the hard part with the accountability group. So, I mean, if we can create that in this group, I think we'll be golden. Exactly. So let me touch on that real quick. A lot of this business is mindset. And what you're talking about with softball is the way 
I am with business. When I first started, super excited. I was naive. I wasn't afraid to make calls of larger deals. But then the mindset kicked in where I'm like, ooh, I got rejected a few times, right? And, oh, you know, I shouldn't be, you know, as aggressive. So what I want to do is also talk about the psychology of prospecting, negotiation, and sales, and touching on, you know, being negative versus positive, each of us are going to have our own individual goals, right? You know what makes you feel comfortable, what excites you, and what motivates you. We can meet on a regular basis to talk about what those goals look like. And if I see that you're trying to do, let's say, a thousand calls a month, I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to do 150, right? It's not, our business is different. So we have to be cognizant of that. So your goals are going to be different from my goals. But at the same time, if I see you're doing uh, a thousand and you might be short, you might be 500. I'm like, dude, that's way more than what I could do in three months or two months. Right. Um, or you're doing more email campaigns or text. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm not doing that much. Right. So that's the idea is we each have our own individual goals. We get ideas off of each other and then we hold each other accountable. And I don't know. I think you guys are doing much more than I am. So this is more <laughs> a selfish um, thing for me. It's like I need to step my game up. That's where this is coming from, from my perspective. And I'm hoping I could shed some light on you guys to focus on some of the fundamentals, right? Because that's what I focus on. I'm like um, Wooden, the coach, where it's like I – how are we going to put our socks on and how are we going to tie our shoes? That's what I want to focus on. Me, personally. But I'm hoping you guys can change my mind and say, you guys, Albert, you need to innovate. Right? I'm like, all right, let me hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think for our first meeting today, um, it'll be great to identify our strengths and our weaknesses as well. That way we can identify... Because they say that you're supposed to work on your weaknesses before your strengths because your strengths will overpower your weaknesses. So I really believe in that. So I, I try to identify my weaknesses on a daily basis. Some days I'd miss a, a couple days. Some days I, I'm on it. You know, I mean, I'm not perfect. So I'm not going to say like I wake up every morning. I do my affirmations. I look at my strengths and I look at my weaknesses and I'm going to shred them every day. Some days I do. There's sometimes there's four or five days go by. I don't. But knowing your weaknesses is very, very um, important. And it's also very good to ask other people that work around you. They evaluate you. They see you unconsciously. Hey, what do you think my weaknesses are? You'd be amazed what some people say. And you're like, what? I thought that was my strength. Nope, this is not. That's your weakness. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, Albert, I don't know if you know... Um, but Oscar's going through a little bit of stuff. I mean, if you want to share, Oscar, kind of what you're going through, that way we all know where we're at. <clears throat> oh, uh, Albert, you know what I'm going through, right, Albert? Yeah. Okay, so it's, uh, it's, um, oh, yeah, so I talked to you about it. It's just getting, it's getting worse now. Oh, no. So, yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't say like in a, like in a pity way or, you know, pity party. It, it is what it is, the hand that you're dealt with. And um, I don't think about it. I try not to think about it. But obviously it's there, like, you know, when I have to go to a doctor's appointment or when I have, like, I have one coming up, uh, what today is, 
Thursday. I got to go Thursday to find out where I'm at again. So it's like, I don't, I don't dwell. I don't wake up like, but the only thing is, is that uh, I don't, it's not that it's a mind thing that I think about. It's a physical thing because it's, it's what I'm going through. It's, it takes a toll on me. So I just, I can't get up anymore. Like I used to. And that's what I was telling Anthony. That's where right now where my business has been hurting because I can't get up. Like I used to, I can't get up and like, Hey, I'm ready to go. Now it's like, uh, I have to, uh, it takes me a while to get up out of bed because I'm, it's extreme. This is like, it's one of the, it's one of the symptoms is you go through, you can't sleep. You know what I mean? I can't sleep. I would, sometimes I don't sleep till like, uh, you know, till 12 o'clock cause I can't sleep. And then I sleep two hours and then I, then I, I can't go back to sleep for like three, four hours. And then I have to, you know what I mean? So I'm like, right now my, I'm like, uh, my, my sleeping pattern is really off. So here, for example, I literally was snoring about 30 minutes ago. Not because I, not because I don't want to get up and leave because I just literally fell asleep again. Like I could, I didn't sleep. So I'm like, oh man. And in my conscious, I'm like, I don't have a thing that do today at nine o'clock, but I literally was snoring. And then you the things are, the, the phone started beeping when you guys were texting and it woke me up. Yeah. I'm like, oh shoot, I got to get up. But, um, so that's what right now, what I'm going through. And, um, and then of course, when I go to the doctor and it's like, oh, by the way, it's getting worse. Shoot. Then all of a sudden the mindset turns into depression. And then it's like, so that's been hurting my business big time, big time, because I don't, I don't have the, um, I don't have the, uh, the motivation anymore to get up and go do like my motivation now is like, okay, I got to get a kid it happen no matter what. So the two things are going to happen either a, I just mope around or B I try to still do some business because it doesn't matter. I'm going, I'm going there anyway. So even though I'm going that way, I might as well do something, try to pick up a listing, try to pick up some sales as I'm going that way. Right. Cause it doesn't matter. I'm going to, there's no stopping this train. And so, um, but right now, um, uh, I think for me, it's that um, I need to get a better lead generation because I do like speaking to people. I really love it. Like my, my, my biggest, my, I think my biggest strength was open houses. That, that was my strength, open houses. I loved open houses because people would come in and I can talk to you for, man, I can, I can reel you in and start talking and act like I sometimes even act like I know what the heck I'm talking about. Sometimes people are like, man, I literally, the first couple deals, Albert and Anthony, people were like, I finally had to confess, confess to my first deal. I went to go drop off some pies because I was doing pies. I was going to all my clients. I dropped off uh, pumpkin pies for Christmas and all that, you know, Thanksgiving. So I drove around. I dropped off pumpkin pies. I said, hey, you know, if you guys still know anybody, blah, blah, you know, the spill, just just trying to see if they get a, like, you know, try to get some business off of them. And uh, I finally had to tell them my first buyer, my first buyer, yeah, my first uh, deal. I said, hey, I got to confess to the team, man. I just want you to know that you were my very first deal. I have never done this before, ever. You were my friend. And he was like, would not believe it. He didn't believe it. He thought that I was like, dude, I thought you were already like, like, I, you, I, we would have never believed it. It's because you're old. It's because you're old, man. <laughs> just playing. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. But... I had to sit there and pick up. So I guess one of my strengths is picking up like what Anthony will tell me, even you, Albert. I mean, I listen to things that you say. So I pick up things that you guys say. I put them in my head 
and I, I, I like regurgitate it. And then I'm like, I go out there and I'm just like, yeah, uh, yeah, da 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 da. They're going, uh, okay. And then they'll ask me a question. I'm like, that's a great question. You know what? I haven't got to that part yet, but I'll get it back to you. You know, I'm just those are in other words, those are I think those are my strengths was just being able to communicate with people. Um, but I do need, uh, I do need, um, what do you call it? A, a little bit more knowledge on the business. So that, that would, you know, I know we're talking about, our, you said our weaknesses, right? You said talking about our weaknesses. Yeah. So my, I think my weakness would be definitely, I need to be more knowledgeable about real estate because Anthony will tell you, I think I've, I think I've called Anthony in the, in the last year, right? Cause how many, how many times have I called you? Man, we got so many therapy sessions. <laughs> hey, it, it starts out as a question. And then it ends up being an hour. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, but wait a minute. This. And wait a minute. What with that? So I think my weakness is I, you know, I should take, I guess what I'm saying, we're talking about my weakness. And I think that instead of me moping around and if I don't have the business that I have, I should open up those books that I have and I should start reading them more and start understanding more about the real estate and getting more knowledgeable. Like, you know, like Albert said, um, it's about, how do you put your socks on? How do you put your shoes on? Which is very important. And I understand that because I'm a big UCLA fan. So I'm a, actually I'm a huge, I'm a diehard UCLA no, fan. So I know all about Coach Wooden. And I read his book. You know, I read Coach Wooden's book and it's true. He said, it starts from putting on the way you put on your socks to how you tie your shoes. Possibly networking and just schmoozing with people is different from my strength, right? So your strength is sort of my weakness. So what this does is it tells me, all right, you know what? I'm really good. I'm in the zone when I'm making cold calls, right? On the phone, on the phone, sending out an email to follow up. Um, your zone is doing open houses. <clears throat> so what that tells me is my weakness is that networking, socializing aspect of it, right? I'm good one-on-one, -on -one, maybe small groups. But when it comes to doing that stuff, that's sort of my weakness. But I was also thinking about some of your negative talk or limiting beliefs. You're saying that, um, you know, you want to focus on lead generation. I could see that there was, do you have cold call reluctance? Like, no. At the phone? Oh, you don't? I, no, do you, what do you mean? Do I, do I cold call people? Yeah, do you have like cold call reluctance? Like you're afraid to pick up the call? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, okay, yeah, that is definitely a weakness, man. That is definitely a weakness. Like, All oh right. my gosh. That is so, like. I used to be so scared of making cold calls in an office environment. It took me a few months to get eased into it, to get to ease into it, right? It's an open bullpen area, and there's like 10 associates. And I'm like, dude, I can't do this. This is scary. I'm the youngest guy. So I would make calls from my car. You know, that's crazy. And I had like a small two-seater and it was in summertime. And it was hot. And I would make calls from my car. And I said, you know what? This is not sustainable. So at first I'm like, all right, let me make two calls. All right, that was tough. All right, let me make two calls a day for a week. All right, cool. Small goals, right? And it was like three calls. And it was five calls a day for a week. Then I was like, all right, let's do 10 calls. Then it was motivate my immediate colleagues. And now we're making calls. And then it became, I'm not afraid of this shit, right? So I think our mindset is huge. So right now I have a mental block of focusing on bigger deals, right? I'm afraid to call on bigger deals. For you guys, it might be calling on certain markets or going after a certain clientele. Um, 
that's something that I need to work on productively and um, focus on it so that I can improve upon it. So, you know, if you have a hard time and you want to focus on making more calls on the phone, you let us know and we'll kind of give you some suggestions and some tips, but start off small. That's my thing. It's small goals will ultimately lead to massive goals, especially if you <clears throat> look at it from like a three-year perspective, five-year perspective, 10-year perspective. I'm long-term, right? So everything will happen if you do it regularly over a prolonged period of time. But if you don't address it, it's just going to be there for 10 years, 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Oh, that was a great point, Anthony. We should look at our weaknesses yeah. so that we can identify it and work on it. So yeah, was... and piggybacking off what you were just saying right now, um, the goals and then doing a little bit at a time. When we set our, you know, our, our, our goals, we have to break it down. That way we can break it down to daily tasks. That way we don't just say, man, I got to make a thousand calls this month. Instead of saying I need to make a thousand calls, how about I need to make 33 calls every single day and then I'll hit my goal. Um, or, you know, 15 before noon and 15 before six. Easy money. Let's go. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, breaking down our, our goals to daily tasks um, is very, very important for me. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of success in that. You know, I have on my list right here, it's like a, kind of a reminder of, don't forget, these are the important things you gotta do. And one of them was do 10 questions every day on your school, which was for my, my bachelor's degree. And I look at it now, it's crossed out because it's done. So, but if I wouldn't have seen that, I wouldn't have, thought about how to crack the book open, but I'm looking here at my desk and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm pretty much done for my day. Oh man, if I want to get my degree, I need to do two, 10 questions tonight. So I'll go get my book and 20, 30 minutes later, I did 10 questions and I'm done. So it's, it's, it really resonates well on here because it's been a, a lifelong goal for me to get my degree. So seeing it crossed off is amazing. But you know, now there's other things on the list. It says um, 30 calls a day. I haven't been making 30 calls a day. You know, but I see it every day. I got to make 30 calls a day, 30 calls a day. So with this accountability group, uh, we'll be able to strengthen each other. And then that'll be that'll be easy. That'll be easy money. So. Um, so absolutely, man, I think that's great. The um, the few things that I, I had on my list was. Um, what was what did our last 12 months look like? That way we can we can track or we can start somewhere like this is a, our foundation. Last 12 months, we did three deals. We did. 10 deals, 20 deals, whatever it is. All right, what are our goals for the next 12 months? Um, and then what are our daily tasks? So we have our goals for the next 12 months. All right, now break those goals down into daily tasks or weekly tasks. And then the fourth thing would be uh, accountable. Like, what do we want to be accountable for? Uh, what went well in January? What didn't go well in January? All right, what's the new action plan? Because we have to rebuild our action plan Sometimes daily, but you know, hopefully we create an action plan for, for the month. So create an action plan for February. You guys should all have one of those, you know, and you guys probably do unconsciously have an action plan for February already built, but you haven't put it on paper maybe. So uh, building an action plan is huge. And then also um, the after action, you know, report like what happened after the, the month of February finished. 
and you can you can backtrack January. And I know, you know, maybe Oscar, you had a slow January because you've been going through a bunch of crap. Um, but don't worry about that. Like, hey, you did you went on three trainings in January. You know, you had five conversations with with uh, this person, that person, Anthony. You're building your knowledge to, to be smarter. Why did you make those five calls to this person, that person, Anthony, Albert? Because you're building your knowledge and that, that's one of your weaknesses. So you're building. Um, so everyone's in a different position in their life. You know, Albert's been in commercial. Um, I've been in real estate for, you know, since 2015 and Oscar, you've been in for two years. So we're all on different levels of, of our business, but we're all heading in the same direction. So, um, you know, having that in place is really good. And then Albert, you said, you know, tracking how much, how our conversions are, you know, and then for me, it's like, all right, also, um, how many contacts did we contact? It doesn't have to be, you know, I, I contacted 372 people, but you know, got to at least have a, a, an understanding of how many people were contacting every month, every week, every day. I mean, a real business, Walmart, um, Amazon, like you can ask them, how many did you ship Amazon um, in January 15th? 74 million ships, 74,314,000. They know the numbers. So a real business knows their numbers. So I challenge all of us to to be a little bit more intentional with with keeping track of your numbers and and monitoring what you do because sometimes with uh with us like real estate we get lost in we don't track anything and I know a lot of agents that they just go in and look pretty and got their clipboard and hi I'm here for training and then they do training and then four months later they get a deal and it's like well what you been what have you been doing for four months and I ask them sometimes how's the last four months been. It's been so slow. Oh, really? Why? I don't know. Just nobody's selling. And I'm like, this person sold 30 houses. That person sold 20. I sold three. Like you have zero. Come on. Like it's because we're not working with intention. We're just kind of floating in space, waiting for a deal to fall on our lap. And you might be able to make, you know, if you've been in the business for 10, 15 years, 60, 70, 80, 100, 100 grand doing that. But if you really want to make a real living, with your full capacity, and you have to go out there and work for it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. So, Anthony and Oscar, what are you guys track? What are the most important metrics at this point for you guys? Because sometimes it's putting hours in, right? Sometimes it's making cold calls. Sometimes it might be reading a book. Like everybody has a different thing. Like. During the pandemic, for me, I thought it was very important to go back to the fundamentals and read more. So I would say, all right, I'm going to read for 30 minutes every single day at night. And I did that for a while. Um, then I read a couple books. I'm like, all right, I'm good. What's my next goal? Right? So what is a metric that you guys want to track for the month of February? It might be one or two metrics so that we can right now commit to a tentative goal, right? And it's easy to track because it's only one or two things. Yeah, so for um, for me, I have, um, well, I'll show you. I have this calendar, man. This thing very rarely leaves my side. Okay. And I'll just kind of show you what it looks like. I'll give you, I'll give you an example of what like a, a normal day looks like. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Is it pretty clear or no? Yeah. 
So right here on, on this corner right here, this whole right side, that's that's my, my daily goal tracker. And I, I made this custom. So it has things that I personally want to put my attention on daily. Um, in the middle is a must do, kind of a place where I write notes like, oh, I gotta do this today. Oh man, I can't forget to do this. And on the right side is the times, so my day. So for me, um, I'm very unorganized. So I, it's my weakness is being very, very unorganized. So my efforts in 2018 was to be the most organized person that I know. So in that effort, I've created this system, which um, has helped me tremendously to become organized. And now I'm the guy who text messages the group, you know, 10 minutes before or five minutes before, or sometimes I test the group and I send it to them one minute before. And I say, emails in, um, the link's in the email. And then six people go, oh, that's today, bro. And I'm like, yeah, you guys forgot. You guys are messing up. Um, so that really helps me. And on my tracker it says, it tracks what time did I wake up? Did I role play, which I very seldomly role play now, um, which I, I need to do that a little bit more. Um, calls made, how many conversations did I have? And of those conversations, how many leads did, did I obtain? Uh, how many appointments have I set? Uh, have I added any contacts to my database? Did I send any emails out? And then for more relationship building, did I send any cards out? Did I put a tip of the day on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is? Did I do a YouTube video? Did I post on my Instagram stories? Did I post on my Instagram feed? Did I post on Facebook? Uh, did I do a podcast today? Um, did I prospect to anybody uh, for any of my businesses? Um, did I prospect for sellers specifically? Did I prospect for buyers specifically? <coughs> did I read my Bible and did I work out? That's pretty much everything on my, on my goal tracker and that's a daily tracker that I do. Um, that really helps me because like two days ago, I looked at the podcast and I was like, dude, I haven't done a podcast since this. And I looked at my thing, December 25th or 28th. And I'm just like, man, I'm really screwing up. If I'm trying to build a podcast, then I have to be on there at least once a week. But, um, you know, I'm falling short, man, falling short. So um, so that's what I use. Um, on, on another note, what I also have for tracking, and I'll share my screen with you guys so you guys can see it. And uh, let me know if, if it's if you guys can see this. This is this is a little bit more uh, high intensity. Hey, is, is the screen frozen? Because the screen's frozen for me, Anthony. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Can you guys uh, see my screen over here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is my micro tracker, and I have the first day all the way down to the end of the year. So um, and right here it just has like. Um, so I'm supposed to keep track of, of everything that I do on a, on a bulk scale daily. So like imported leads, you know, I put a thousand on the first, a thousand on the second, a, a 3000, you know, so I'm putting all my leads that I'm putting in to my database. And these are cold leads. Most of these are cold leads. So um, it tells you like how many active escrows I have, uh, sorry, active, um, active clients, how many escrows I have, how many closed deals, the volume that it was, how many listings do I have? So I walked into January with five, I picked up one, uh, agent recruiting, agents that I have, uh, prospect agents, 
uh, loan uh, agents loans. These are for loans that I do with a, another agent because I have my NMLS. Uh, the names of those loans that I've done, uh, homes that I own. So I want my goal was to purchase a home last year. We were in escrow with one, but it canceled, had some issues, so we didn't move forward. I'm tracking my weight, um, my monthly workouts. So when I work out, I put a hash mark here. Uh, everything that I put on this side over here, listing appointments that I've been on, uh, buyers, their names, stocks. Um, so I bought stocks on, what is this, the 21st or something. It was when I closed this deal. With this deal, I put 5% in stocks. So everything that's done over here is then transferred over here. So I've input 15,780 leads. I've gotten 17 hot leads from that. Um, two escrows, one closed deal in January. That was the volume. And this is kind of what I track, you know. So at the end of the year, all the numbers will be here and it'll be imported here automatically. So um, this is connected directly to that. That's kind of what I track. And, you know, I mean, it, it works for me. It's a lot of work and it, it could be too much for some people, but it works for me. No, that looks great. Um, so what would you say your most important top two, maybe three metrics are? So come February, we can look back and say, all right, did you focus on that? So I'll start with me. Um, I'm pretty inconsistent, right? Sometimes I'll wake up at 8 o'clock. Sometimes I'll wake up at 7.30. Um, and sometimes I won't work at night and sometimes I'll stop working at four o'clock to hang out with the kids. Right. And then sometimes I'll stop at three and then I won't, um, I'll hang out with the kids. and I'm just like drained. Right. And I don't interact with them. I'm just like mush. Right. So my goal for this month, February is to be more consistent with my energy level and my enthusiasm. So I want to start waking up um, 7 o'clock in the morning. That's when my alarm's going to go off. And then 7.15, 7.10, that's when I get out. So I'm going to snooze for 10 to 15 minutes. And then I want to work till 5.30, even if I don't have enough work, right? So when 5.30 comes around, I stop what I'm doing, and I am all about the kids. I might pick up a call here and there. But I'm with the kids and I'm present. And I put that work in throughout the entire day so I could enjoy time with the kids. As opposed to thinking, oh man, I didn't put that work in. I'm thinking about work when I'm with family, right? So that I can't really measure except I have to work till 5.30 every single day. Then when I put the kids down, I work for an hour to an hour and a half depending on my workload. And that gives me more time to do a lot of planning and feeding and other high level stuff. So my goal is to be consistent and to work longer hours, uh, but not sacrificing family time, right? I can't work on weekends as much because I need to be there to help Ashley. So my goal for the month of February is to wake up by 7.15 a.m., work till 5.30, and then pick up like maybe, but it's something that I'm gonna use to ease into it. Um, and then eventually, once I build that habit, I want to expand that to other metrics. Like you have a lot of different metrics. But for now, for the month of February, I'm going to focus on this. Then once I feel like I have this down pat, I'm going to be like, all right, next I'm going to set a goal for um, 
scheduling maybe five appointments or three appointments a week or something like that. So that's going to be my new mindset for March, for example. But first, I want to focus on guidance. And this whole pandemic and, you know, the holidays really got me out of it. Um, so I need to get back on track. And I think uh, following these numbers and tracking these numbers will help me get there. Yeah, absolutely. So I have um, 25 calls per week. Being consistent with your energy and enthusiasm, wake up at around 7 and be um, done with work around 5.30 and then you might pick up another hour later in the day. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about uh, weaknesses? Uh, talking to people, what else? Um, my weakness, I think right now, is cold call reluctance for larger deals. Okay. For example, I can go in and say, okay, it's a $3 million building, $4 million building. I'm good on the sales side. I have no cold call reluctance there because I've done a lot of escrows in that price range. But when it comes to leasing a 30,000 square foot building, right? I mean, the, the commission is smaller, but I'm like, ah, that's not my MO. I'm not the Mr. Leasing guy. I'm the Mr. Sales guy. So I'm like, I, I don't know how to service this as well. I'm not as motivated. So now I need to look at it and say, you know what, Albert, I got this. It's not as hard as a sale. I'm just making it seem that way. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe a uh, 50,000 square foot lease or a 100,000 square foot lease. I shouldn't be afraid to go after that and to pursue it aggressively. Okay. Um, Oscar, we got three minutes left. What are your strengths? your weaknesses, and what are your goals? Well, <clears throat> my goals are going to be uh, definitely, like I told you guys, I'm gonna, I want to take some time to start reading a little bit more. And it's more social media, for sure. I got to get back out there. and I got to put myself uh, more out there in, in the social media because that's what I've been lacking a lot of. Um, the more I talk to folks, the more they tell me that I need to be more of a presence on social media, and that's probably why I'm not picking up so many you know, I'm doing, I'll do a video one time and then I, you don't hear from me for another six months and I do another video and they're like, dude, you have to be constant. You have to be consistent on your social media. So I'm going to, uh, like I said, I'm going to read more to start becoming more knowledgeable about the, about what I'm doing, be a better agent and just get out there and start doing more social media. Just get out and just start. They don't care. Just whatever. Just even if I'm like the other day, I was yesterday, I was in San Diego. I took a couple pictures. I should have taken myself in them, but I'm just saying I gotta, I gotta get out of that. I gotta get out of uh, that. That's another one of my weaknesses is being in front of the camera. So I gotta, I gotta figure something out with that. Dude, yeah. you seem natural. I've seen one of your videos. I'm like, sweet. That's what motivated me to actually get together with you guys. I'm like, dude, they're doing stuff. I'm not. Yeah. So your perception is different from my perception from the outside, right? Less than one minute, guys. Oscar, yeah. strength. Yeah. Strengths. What's your strengths? That uh, all my strengths, uh, just talking, man, <laughs> just communicating. All right, cool. What I'll do is I'll send an email out that has our strengths, weaknesses, and our goals, and then uh, we can communicate off camera through text and then keep each other accountable. Uh, I wanted to say one last thing. I don't know if it's coming. Um, oh, yeah, for the cold calls. Are we up for cold calls? We could do it over the Zoom 
for uh, we could select a day and a time, once a week, twice a week, where we can just jump on together and then make cold calls together on Zoom. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I just have to get phone numbers. We'll get you that. Or, or... <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, this yeah, is gonna this is gonna shut out right now. So great talk. Let's pick it up in the yeah, text. All right. Okay, All right, man. Thanks so much. All right, All right guys. All right. See ya. All right, bye-bye now. Bye. All right, that was a good conversation. Um, it was going to be a, a, lot, a longer session, but Zoom kicked us out. And today we spoke about how we can grow our business. How can we take it from where we're at now to where we want to be? On this call, we had myself, Anthony Camus. We had Albert Placeb. He's a, a real estate agent in the Los Angeles area, taking care of all things commercial. And we also have Oscar Ramirez, taking care of all things real estate in the city of Beaumont and surrounding cities. If you guys have reg uh, real estate needs for anybody in those areas, um, please let us know. We'll connect you with the right agent. Uh, you guys know myself. I'm here in the uh, Temecula, Marietta Lake, Elsinore area. So don't hesitate to reach out. If you guys have any questions or you guys want to jump in on some of this stuff with us, give me a, a, a message. You can always reach me at my cell phone, 909 uh, 909- Six eight seven zero three four eight, or you can message us through email, uh, Camus and Associates at Outlook.com. That's my last name, A N D Associates at Outlook.com. We'd love you guys to jump on and interact with us. Uh, other than that, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Make February great, and uh, remember, stay humble. Take take it easy, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on the next one.